Life has its twists and turns and a bunch of reality mixed right into it. Huh. It's actually what we talk about today in today's podcast and much more. Welcome to another podcast here with Steve and Eddie and Brian. It is good to have you guys in the house, so to speak. <laughs> good to see you. Thank you, Steve. Good to be here. Well, I'm glad that you are here, and uh, otherwise it would be very lonely for me to be on this hot mic by myself. <laughs> but uh, I'm glad to have some conversation with you, you fellas, and uh, it is good to be here with you. Eddie, Eddie's got uh, a white and black hat on that says, well, it's hard to say it because it doesn't have any vowels in it, but it's got C-R-S-S-R-D-S on it. And it's uh, definitely one of our logos here at Crossroads, but it's looking good on you, buddy. Yeah, thank looking you. Good. Yeah. Uh, he's... I about grabbed a coffee cup with the same logo, but I did you? Yeah. You caught me too late in the day. I see. <laughs> sure. Well, I do have I do have my travel Look mug. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, with it on. Now that was a sticker that I got from the guys that helped supply the hats and. The, that was a sticker that I was able to just put on that travel mug. So that's available to people. Uh, and our, our uh, what do they call that? The peril store, maybe, I think is what it's called. It kind of reminds me, Brian, does, in the Hebrew language, do they only have, they don't have vowels, do they? No. No. I, and, and even worse, if you think there is something worse, no <laughs> punctuation. Yeah. Well, the reason I say that is because you've had it and Peter's ha- taken it now. So yeah, no, no, like there's no periods, so you kind of have to know where the sentence stops. Wow, and that's quite the that's quite the ch- challenge sometimes. Well, I'm sure, it is. Yeah. Now, do they read it from left to right, or is it right to left? Right to left. Right to left. I thought there was a difference in that. So man, no, no periods or exclamation <laughs> marks or punctuation, no? and you got to go Thomas? from right to left. Now I don't know. Right to left. That's, that's, well, and that's top to bottom. That's part of the problem at my house. Diane doesn't think I have any punctuation anymore. Oh, so <laughs> all runs together. <laughs> now, now I will ask you this: Does the word itself read from right to left, or is it the word left to right? But you just read. How? Did, how is well, that? Well, think that would be weird if it actually read right, uh, left to right. But you read it all. It'd be like your head would just be back and forth. Wouldn't all it? it'd be like a. A bit a little crazy. The whole thing is right to left. Okay. Yeah, so words are are right to left. I was kind of hoping that that was the case because otherwise my brain was already having. A, <laughs> I was in trouble thinking about it, just kind of working through it in my mind. But um, yeah, well, we're we're definitely not going to do this podcast uh, right to left. We're gonna we're gonna have a straightforward no. podcast today. It's not gonna. We might have Hebrew in it. I'm not too sure, but your quarterback's hurt. Yeah, uh, I didn't really want to talk about that, but I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan, and um, boo. Yeah, I know, uh, but that's I've been Dallas Cowboy fan since I was three. There was a turning point where I was going to try to make a decision about whether I was going to change teams, and um, it was serious. I, I mean, it was some serious thinking going on, but I decided that I was going to be a die-hard Cowboy fan since I had been a Cowboy fan since I was three. And um, I stuck with them. Now, it's been very tough 
to stick with them. I've stuck with the monsters of the midway. Yes. So yeah, the bears. Chicago bears. Yeah. Um, but Dak Prescott uh, broke his thumb, his on his throwing hand, and he's going to be out six to eight weeks. So Cooper Rush mm. is going to be I the see. new quarterback. Well, uh, that's a great name, Cooper Rush. Yes, isn't it cool? is. Cooper Rush. Yeah. We've well, got a dog named Cooper. Yeah. Uh, although you do, you do. Um, he wasn't named after Amari Cooper, who was the wide receiver for the Cowboys, or this quarterback, but his name still is Cooper. The crossroads humorist, uh, Captain William Snodgrass. He he's a uh, Dallas fan, but he yes. speaks ill of them. To yeah, a lot. He does. So. He's he he and I have discussions. <laughs> And, um, well, if he loves something, he criticizes. He yeah, does. That, this is boy, true. he must love me a ton, Bri. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every week, he must be madly in love with me. So. Oh, well, there it is. <laughs> there it is. That's funny. Yeah. Well, it, yeah, he indicated to me Sunday that that is my legacy. That's your, that's, that's your gift to me. Yeah. That I will now be the... the uh, <laughs> I will now be as target. The recipient. <laughs> I will be the new recipient. Yes, the recipient of his love. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's scary. But, um, no, it's, you know, the great thing about Bill, and I'm just going to talk a little bit about that, what a heart that man has. Um, servant's heart, a heart for ministry, heart for um uh, lay leaders, lay uh, the the congregants, people that are in need, um, and I tell you, he's a worker too, and uh, just really appreciate him. And I know we dog him a lot, mm-hmm. uh, out of fun and out of love, but uh, what a wonderful man! Good stuff. So, Bill, I'm sharing a little bit of direct love with you as an example. <laughs> that's, that's exactly that's what right. to that's do. What, that's what he does. Yeah. Uh, that's no, what it's does. good. Well, it it has been a it has been a good um, week this last week, as uh, we rolled into uh, September, um, uh, kind of the the second weekend of September. And Eddie, you spoke and and spoke on um, facing the reality of life. And we're going to be talking a little bit about that uh, in this mm-hmm. podcast, of course, in depth. Um, I had a chance to go to Florida this last week with uh, at the Experience Conference, and that Experience Conference is um, uh, mainly about worship and um, all the things that are connected to uh, the missions inside of the church. Um, and I say church inside the church, but in the in the building, and uh, on a Sunday morning, a lot of that. But it was much more than that as well. And one of the greatest things I was able to do was worship and cry and just be blessed by the Lord's presence in that place as we <laughs> gathered together and poured our hearts out uh, to God Almighty and just giving Him praise for what He has done and how He has sustained each individual body and a collectively as body as a whole. And uh, man, we had a wonderful time, had workshops. Um, and had uh, a lot of friends that we made connections with once again. And and that's so desperately needed in the ministry, folks, as you're listening to this. Um, it can be a very lonely place uh, inside the ministry, but as you, as you connect within and those leaders connect with one another, what a vital thing as we pour out to one another 
um, and, and spur each other on. You know, that, how vital that is. And I don't know if you know this or not, um, folks, uh, but here in this area, in Sullivan, uh, the Lord has placed it upon my heart to continue to connect with the pastors of the local churches to make sure that they are connecting. Every Thursday morning, we try to meet, and um, those that can meet, we we talk, and we are able to share. Um, Eddie's been involved with that from the get-go, and that's been, my goodness, Eddie, how long has that been going on now? At least 10 years. Ago. I bet it has. And what a, what a ministry of it itself, and been able to go through books together. We've cried, we've laughed, we we pray each week for the body, uh, not only individuals, um, uh, individual body, you know, bodies of Christ, but the collectively and citywide uh, worship services a couple times. Yeah, we've had, and and of course, those that are listening and those that know, um, we had that uh, originally was called Revive, and Revive Sullivan, and uh, we had that chance to hold that down in in um, the. Uh, Downtown gym, uh-huh. and, and the high school, and then at the high school, and then uh, civic center. Uh, we had different uh, weekly week week day meetings, and uh, and so I just want to let you know it's still going on. The meeting with the the leaders and um, meeting with the mayor. We do that every week as well, and pray over the city and pray over him as in his leadership. And these things are needed. And so back to the conference, that was happening as well. And uh, the connections were continuing to happen, continuing to lift each other up. And so what a, what a wonderful time. And I was just very blessed by my time to be able to go down there. And I'm coming back with, uh, with, with that love of Jesus and uh, being able to tell those stories of that the love for Christ is alive and well, not only in the States, not only in the body as a whole, but as a globally, uh, God is at work. So... I wanted to share that with you today. As we uh, step into this time, where we, did you want to share anything else, guys? Ask me anything about Florida, since I'm sure. Okay. What what was the what was the biggest aha for you? Um, I mean, you've been around worship a long, long time. Yeah. So there may not be a lot of ahas left, but but <laughs> you know what was it for you? I think I think personally, I want to share this with you that. That that heart for worship, how God is calling me into continued seasons, the heart of worship will will remain as a vital part. Because as I was standing there, and we had one time where it was an evening, it was called the worship in the round, and the you know all these these teams and these these worship pastors and and senior pastors and and uh, different staffs were there singing and pouring their heart out. I, I love being able to be there and not sing at times because I just listen. Because a lot of times I'm doing the one that's leading, right? So I want to... And I... That aha moment was when my... my uh, I just poured out in tears. My heart was pouring out in such, vi- such a... Um, a desperate need and, and, and a desperate need to tell the Savior how much I loved him. And just just telling you this, guys, right now, my eyes are tearing up because it, it I know what Christ has done for me. 
And and that aha moment for me there at that moment was, I'm alive and well in you, Steve. Hmm. And I'm pushing you forward. And we're going to do this. And he's leading. And he's working in our lives. And he's working in this body, crossroads. But he reminded me, he's not done with me, whatever capacity. And it just, I was, I just poured out my praise through tears and through a heart. I I wasn't, there was no words that were coming out. It was just (laughs) my emotions. And um, man, uh, and then I was able, of course, to sing past it and be able to sing within the beauty of the tears and and uh, and rejoice in our Savior. And that happened many times, not just that one night, but Josiah was able to go with us. Um, and I took, I took Stacy, Jude, and Josiah um, down for a couple of days prior to. They stayed with me through the whole time, but uh, we were able to do a little bit of a mini a family vacation at the front side of that. And uh, it was kind of the last hurrah with Josiah. He's getting married in December. But Josiah has been called to the ministry. And I asked Josiah if he'd like to come with me a couple times uh, to come uh, some of the, the later night sessions. And he said, absolutely, Dad. And, and he came to that worship in the round. And, and he just felt the presence of the Lord. He went up and spoke to a... Uh, someone up when they when they called for anybody that wants to just ask for prayer and Josiah walked up and and was bathed over in prayer and and I, of course I was as a dad I'm just pouring out more tears I'm just like oh Lord you're so good and and uh, the Lord is speaking to Josiah and the way that he is speaking to his heart and what he has in store and um, man it's it's a journey and it's been blessed and I was. That aha moment was just the blessing of being able to praise and to worship and to be reminded how vital Amen. that yeah. God is uh, still alive in me. Um, I guess I, I guess that's what I wanted to share. I didn't realize I wanted to share it, but <laughs> it was very good. Well, it reminds me of a, a quote I heard that, I'd never heard before, and it it, it kind of confirmed some things for me and and pulled some things together. And like uh, one of the early church fathers, uh, Irenaeus, mm-hmm. I may be pronouncing that wrong. Irenaeus, that's it. Irenaeus. He was yeah. quoted as saying, "The glory of God is man fully alive." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I, I have pushed back at times of saying, you know, it's our goal to glorify God. I'm not that I don't want to glorify God. I just don't think when I've heard that, I think, I don't think anybody knows what that means. And so we're either completely successful or we failed completely. We just don't know because I don't know exactly what it looks like to glorify God in everything we do or that, that, that kind of thought. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but this said, the glory of God is man fully alive, and I that I can measure. And so there's lots of ways that man can come fully alive. It sounded like you came fully alive mm. at this experience conference yeah. um, as you were able to to set down the mantle of leadership and instead just worship 
But it also, man fully alive is uh, one who's free of addictions. It's one who's uh, found joy in their purpose. It's it's there there are there are lots of ways to measure man fully alive, and so that that gave me uh, some confidence about that thinking. That that has always been my thinking, but I had never seen that direct a link. I guess that just you know an early church father said, "The glory of God is man fully alive." Yeah, and that's how we can know. That's it. Really, uh, truly being able to worship, to express from our life the beating of our heart, the breath that comes from us, the very essence of who He's created us to be, this creation that, that God is alive in us. We are then, as you've said, fully alive. We are being able to release uninhibited to Him yeah. uh, this praise this worship. It's in everything that we say and do. Yes, will we make mistakes? And 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 does he want us to continue to strive forward towards sanctification, right? The salvation is the, the understanding of I'm in desperate need of a Savior. I need forgiveness. That sanctification is that holy perspective towards God Almighty, who does not meet, need me at all but is wanting me, want just a relationship, and says, I want to draw you closer to me. My will is, I want it to be your will. I want this to be in an ebb and flow. And that right there is my, that's been my goal of obtaining, um, and I say obtaining, but just reaching out for him and knowing that I'm a, a sinner saved by grace, and yet he accepts me and wants to draw me into holiness. Uh, yeah, fully alive. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. Eddie, uh, you know, um, I think that I think about you as you as you wrap this time up at Crossroads this coming Sunday being your last, and and as God has been at work in you in this process of leading the church here and the process of your life and and uh, the Lord being able to call you into this place, this is a part of that being fully alive, pulling you you know pulling you out of some of the comfort zones of, of yourself and being able to be, to say, Lord, I don't know how we're doing this, but you've called me forth and I just need to let go. And I think about some of the highlights. Uh, I think what would always bring me to tears is when the children were downstairs mm. on the stage. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it would, that, I guess that's when I was most fully alive. That might sound crazy, but it was seeing all those little kids on that stage that uh, we have uh, created a place for them to become fully alive in Christ. So, talk it, about worshiping uninhibitedly. <laughs> they have a tendency yeah, to. The kids are funny to watch. They, you know, when they dance and jump around and go crazy. So, yeah, that's it. Sounds. I'll. It sounds strange to me, even about the 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 times that my emotions get away from me, which which I don't think is very easy. 
doesn't come easy for me. But but some of the times that my emotions get away from me, it probably is going to sound weird. Is is two times in particular. One one is when I see a a marching band go by. Mm. It's kids usually, right? Right. They're all they're all in one purpose, you know, but with different instruments and gifts. I think it's just a I think it's just a beautiful metaphor that just brings me to tears when I see them march by. Wow. And I feel like a real idiot, honestly, when the marching band's going by and I'm finding myself trying not to boo-hoo. <laughs> you know, it's like, gosh, this, did, did a marching band kill his mother or something? You know, what's the, what's the trigger there? I don't know. But no, it's this movement. And the other one that can really get me without, well, I feel like I have no defense against is like going to a, a, a theater or a show and um, I, I may end up using a clip from Hamilton here uh, soon enough. And and I, I and I was just watching back some Hamilton clips, just people singing uh, some of the songs. And I was just just instantly moved. I just couldn't. It was it was about something. It was uh, some unity. It was diversity. It was excellence. Yep. And that just moves my heart. That feels like man fully alive. Yeah. And it it sparks something in me. You know, the it the the worship aspect, you know, as we read in the scriptures, it it talks about us if if we don't cry out, the rocks, his creation will cry out to him. You know, it's it's yeah. it's all about this redemption. We are, we are going uh, through a deeming time. This is uh, through Christ and through what God is doing in the world right now is redemption. You know, at creation, it was all good. I mean, it was all, there was no sin. Um, when sin entered the world, now <laughs> we gotta, now there's something that's gonna have to, in the New Testament, of course, a lot of times in, in when we talk about this Old Testament, New Testament, it talks about the different st- the different sides of of what's going on and how it's um, co- how we're coming out of now. Jesus Christ has come; it's redemption, right? And so, ever since that time, you know, creation has been just crying out to God, um, and and God is in His sovereignty. Pulling us, drawing him to a, to himself, um, and what a beautiful thing! And folks, if you can get anything out of what we've just been speaking of, and I hope you have gotten something out of of this part, is that as you find yourself right where you are right now, no matter where you are, your full self is found in Christ. Found in Christ found in God our Father, your Creator. He's the one who you need to long for daily to go to and to um, to bask in Him. That is where you truly feel alive. Nothing on this earth will bring you complete joy like God the Father's love and the love of Jesus Christ, the one who saves from all sin. I tell you, what a wonderful thing. Well, when Brian was talking about movies, uh, I think the movies that 
get to me are the ones with the underdog wins. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, it's the, I can go through set here the rest of the day and tell you about different movies I've seen, but Goodwill Hunting, when that kid oh. thought he was so smart, and the other one put him, it was about math or something, wasn't it, Bri? You remember that? Yeah. And that was, yeah. I, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, I about jumped out of my seat. <laughs> and this will really sound yeah. strange. In Babe, when the pig won the competition, I was crying like a oh. baby. <laughs> and I think everybody when and when Rudy uh, gets that tackle at the yeah, end, yeah. and and John Favreau stands up and says, "Who's the wild man now?" <laughs> I can't oh help but ball through that. Um, or it? or in Field of Dreams yeah. when the dad oh says, comes out of yeah. the cornfield, and says, "You want to have a catch?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got a buddy who just seems like he's, you know, he, he he's he's not gonna cry over anything. And if I just would say to him, "You want to have a catch?" It, <laughs> his whole body starts to shake. It's it's amazing how movies have had an impact on us in some way, shape, or form. You know, I guess that's why over the last twenty four years, I've used a lot of movie clips, uh, been yeah. criticized for it, and on and on. But nonetheless, I think they speak to us. You know, it's like that clip Sunday. I don't know if anybody else got it, but it was symbol. And, you know, going back to that about what Steve said, we can accept the reality of life we're in Christ, regardless of what that is. You know, like I said, for 24 years I knew this day would come, but I wasn't ready for it. And Sunday, uh, we just I just went back through <laughs> kind of my journey, how I got the, uh, the vision, so to speak, and how that happened. And... Of course, first. That was great, by the way. Oh, I, I so that. enjoyed you going back through that. First Corinthians nine nineteen through twenty three. That was that was our foundation. Paul said, "I'm going to go into their worlds. I won't become like them, but I will earn a right to be heard, so they can I can tell them about Jesus." That was the point. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've talked a lot about cultural ad- adaptation and the church changing but not changing the message and uh, so that's you know I and I I could have went on and on and on but I and some of the places if you could take if you could take just a minute now to to say again or reiterate and maybe I heard it not quite right that we're that that you envision the uh, uh, the Sherman house as God's living room yeah it, 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 is that could you talk about that for a few minutes? Well, you know, like I said, when we were in Freeport, we were growing. We'd outgrown the church, and not too far, Steve knows what I'm talking about, about a few blocks away across from the mall. Right. There was this great grocery store that had closed, and the whole front was stone and had a had an awning coming out where you could park under it. But, but it was then of what would that concept look like if we made this more like a living room, more like a home, whatever. And I know there's a lot of interaction goes on around tables and chairs when you eat with people. And that was where that concept was born about God's living room. And that's how I envisioned it. Everybody not sitting in straight rows, but gathered around tables. Because it, Talk about the feeling of a living room. Well, yeah, the living room, you feel comfortable. You don't, you know, it's a place to, to rest. It's a place to, to sit down. It's a place to drink coffee or whatever you're drinking with friends and maybe on occasion watch a movie. But that's what it's about. It's about living and about, you said, being alive. I think a lot of times we're most alive in God's living room. 
so yes. that makes sense to you. But that's yeah. really stuck with me about that, and that's what I think the church should be. I uh, sometimes uh, I'm not here to offend anybody, but sometimes uh, church gets a little stiff, like you can't laugh or you can't hardly breathe. You got to sit there yeah. <laughs> with your hands on your laps and give everybody full attention. You know, and I I don't know. I uh, if in all honesty the the kingdom of God is full of rowdies. <laughs> we, we, we just are. There's some of us that don't conform to other things. But I, I think there's a segment of the population that likes that concept of God's living room. And they don't feel judged and they feel uh, at peace, you know. So I, I remember a guy in Freeport Church came from Pennsylvania. And uh, that church there, the men sat on one side and the women on the other. And the only thing they could eat and drink within the context of that whole church, even the basement, was communion. That was it. Heaven forbid yeah. if you ever brought a cup of coffee into church. My gosh, that is <laughs> that is sacrilege, you know. So, yeah, Brian, that's kind of where that come from. And then, um, of course, the folks there, I loved them, but that, that wasn't, it didn't, it wasn't going to happen then. So I carried that vision all through Mount Carroll. And we talked about there a little bit, but not much. Uh, because we could have done that in that gym, we could have fixed that. But no, they didn't. Didn't really catch the vision. They didn't catch that vision. But anyhow, that's when we come down here, and and God just opened this up, and it's just been, you know, like a miracle. And I went on to talk about some. Of the well, I, I, I'm going to stay here just a second, if you'd let me, right. Eddie, because I love this so much, and I wonder. I love that. I love us thinking about that. That's the living room, and inviting someone over you know, to sit in our living room to maybe even to hear, you know, you speak, right? Um, it's a different feel of, you You know, if you want to go to church with me and you want to come over and sit in my living room and and commune with God, it's a different. And, and I also feel like the Sunday school class in a way, and I don't, I, I'm curious what you think. I feel like the Sunday school class is back in the kitchen. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's even a little more casual in some ways, except we're all sitting around at one table right. and, you know, and that's where, that's maybe that's where people really hash things out in their lives yeah. is in the kitchen. You know, that, that's yeah, where the conversations yeah. really hit. I don't know, but I love this. I just want, I just, this is so good and we got you right here. That's right. I just didn't want to buzz past this sure. living room. I want to carry that on through the next year for sure. I mean, I want to know that in my heart that that's that's what that that's what we're offering. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I, I reminisce a little bit on you know, and that's the thing about you guys as well. When you're in ministry, you go through death, funerals, disease, accidents, surgeries, birth, baby dedications, weddings, and divorce, baptism, broken hearts. And all kinds of issues covering a wide range of emotions. And the issue is that we love people, we pray with them, but most times we can't fix it. And I, I, yeah. I that, that's been a lot of sadness for me that I can't fix it, you know. And then we've gone a lot of different places, and you know, a lot of memories I'll never forget, and uh, some happy moments as well when you see Jesus in people, people that just come in. Uh, just start coming to church, and you start to see God working in their life. Man, that's a that's that's huge to me. So that was it. I I pretty much talked about um, 
the future as well. I, I, I really do believe that Crossroads' best days are ahead. Uh, we have laid the foundation, and now it's time for somebody to take it, take it on. You know, I didn't use this analogy, but I was thinking about uh, Joseph Smith and Brigham Young, not even want to bring the Mormons into it. But, you know, I'm saying, in a sense, that's what happened. Joseph Smith took them from out east to uh, Nauvoo, and then uh, Brigham Young took them on. And I, I think that's, as you see, uh, churches, that's what's happened. Uh, it's like Paul said, some waters, some brings the increase on and on and on. And I, I think that's the way it in the, is in the life of a church. I don't think one can start it and go to the end with just one person. Does that right. make sense? Right, right. So I, I think that's, you know. No, it's a it's a 100-year vision. Yeah, exactly. At least. Yeah, exactly. And we don't think about 100-year uh, visions no. anymore, and we should, and we should. I, I want to go back to what I just thought another, just I could have, I could have went through your sermon very slowly and piece by piece as you were just sharing about it is heartbreaking when we can't fix something for people. Mm -hmm. And it is heartbreaking. But the truth is that the, the, the gift that God gives us isn't that we won't have to go through hardship. It's that we won't have to go through it alone. Alone. Yep, that's true. That's right. And, and that's right from Genesis, right? It's not good for the man to be nope. alone. That's right from uh, Job. You know, he lost his entire family, and they just sat with him. Yeah. Right. And that was pretty good for Job for a while until they started talking and tried to fix it. <laughs> yep, that's true. And then it got bad for Job. Um, but I just think that's another thing that Crossroads absolutely is. And and I like, you You gave credit probably where credit's due. The people of Crossroads have made that happen. Absolutely. It was your yeah. vision, but they truly made that happen. That if you come to Crossroads, it's hard not to feel accepted. Yeah. It's hard not to feel loved. Um, it's hard not to feel connected. I, I, I bet there are places where the people aren't. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm sure. But we gotta, we gotta expand that capacity. Right. But goodness sakes, if you want a church where you can be loved, there, I don't. It's a pretty good choice. Well, we yeah. Steve and I heard that before. There was a um, David. Mm -hmm. He that's what he came here to heal. Remember, he, he got beat up in the ministry yeah. up north, and yeah. he said, man, uh, Crossroads is like a hospital for me. And he went on, he's preaching again, but that it, it was a respite from the harsh realities of church world sometimes. Yeah. So, well, isn't it, isn't it neat? And I've been listening and thinking in to all of the years and, and just the different aspects of Crossroads. This... This building is called uh, the Sherman House. And you think about that right there, even. The Sherman House. Here we are. Home. A home, <laughs> in a sense. And when people come in, the people are the family. We know this. We've been speaking this way. We, we have a hashtag out there that we put out, and we are Crossroads family. And that is really, truly what is felt as we step into that family room, uh, into that, that living room aspect of recognizing that God is alive, He's working in us, we bring heartaches, we bring and kind of sit down and, and you've been kind of like the dad. You've been like, let's, let's listen to hear what dad's got to say today and, 
and it's been it's been good and it's been healthy and it's been a um and it will continue that that we all recognize we're not just saying it so that the attenders will still come we're, we recognize that God has placed his hand upon us and as we bless him and give him glory and honor him and keep coming together as a family he will continue to pour his blessing upon us and and uh, and show that we need to you know he'll point the way he's he's pointing the way he's he's getting us out in the community and continue to to reach people and um, because it's an intimacy you know that's that's kind of what we've been talking about here uh, that intimacy mm. with one another well and i'm uh, i'm looking forward to sunday in a way i'll try to curb my emotions but uh I'm looking forward to everybody that's going to speak and those kind of things. Let's go yeah. back with Lance and uh, well, we're going to have a couple special <laughs> guests. We're going to have Lance, Travis, uh, Tra- Lavis, Lance Finley, and Travis Bodden. Now, uh, Lance is the director of the Churches of God. Uh, Travis is the uh, regional director um, in the. Oh, what is it? Uh, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois. It's the Midwest region. There we go. So, That's what yeah. I meant. There we go. We, we got our eyes on Ohio, yeah. but so far Iowa. somebody else has it. That's Iowa's right. in so it. So we'll get it. Yeah. That's right. We'll get it. <laughs> we'll expand. Uh, but uh, And and then um, uh, Brian is going to interview Eddie, and um, we're going to have a, a time of that. We're going to have a couple older songs. Uh, that we're going to choose to do that will kind of uh, bring bring us back to kind of some memory. Well, I'm uh, sure that I'll probably get fun. a text from Lance this week to want to know how much I need to pay him to say nice things about me. Yeah, so. yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> Won't be cheap. <laughs> that probably, I know. Probably not. Lance isn't about cheap. <laughs> no, but I think, I don't know if I mentioned this to you, Steve, but if you can get some kind of couch or cot for Steve, uh, for, for Eddie to lay back on. Oh, uh, no, you hadn't, but I'll have to work on that. And then uh, I'll be asking him some questions about how, you know, what makes him tick. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if we can expose uh, the vulnerable yes. well, side of Eddie yikes. just as, we, as he goes. Yeah. Well, I don't know if there's much vulnerable left. I've pretty much spilled my guts since I've been here. There's not much people don't know about me. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Yeah. There's two or three things I wish I didn't know. <laughs> you know. Oh my. Maybe just yeah. a couple things. Oh, that's great. So Put that back in the box. And then after down at the yeah. end, after Brian interviews me, I got about f- 15 minutes. I want to end with uh, the title. Of this little short message is "Crossroads Has a Champion's Heart," and I really, really do believe wow. that. I really do believe that. So that's what I'm going to close with. And then a passage of scripture that Diane shared with me that fits. It's Paul's thanksgiving and prayer in Colossians 1, 3 through 14. Man, I'm just going to read the first five verses. We always pray for you and we give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and your love for all of God's people, which come from your confident hope on what God has reserved for you in heaven. You have had this expectation ever since you first heard the truth of the good news. 
and I'm going to go ahead and read the rest of that, but it just fits because that's how our hearts are towards uh, Crossroads. Amen. So, that's wonderful. That's where we're going. I'm looking forward to it. Good deal. Yep. I'm looking forward to Sunday. I hope everybody comes out. Well, yeah, I, I, I think- too. I, I hope we lure some of those jammy pants people off their couches <laughs> for just one Sunday. <laughs> you know what I'm sure. talking about. So for sure. It's funny. Brian, would you be able to go? I, mean, I know that you're able to, but would you be willing to go ahead and have a word of prayer for us now as we sure. wrap this time up? Lord God, you are, are so good to uh, provide this vision and mission for Sullivan, Indiana, and the uh, areas that surround it. Um, you put this into Eddie's mind, uh, if I understand right, even 30, 35 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, those things take time. It took time for it to, mm-hmm. to get started. It took time for it to take uh, shape. It, it took time for it to get some momentum. And uh, here we are at a crossroads. And uh, a, a change of direction. Not so much a change of direction, but a, uh, a change of leadership. Mm-hmm. It's significant. Yes. We do not take it lightly. We don't take your mission lightly. We don't take these people lightly. We don't take this place lightly. Mm -hmm. And we could go on and on, and I hope we do, Lord, about how grateful we are that you put Eddie in our our midst. Right. He has touched life after life. He's helped person after person see your grace and truth. And he set this church up to continue to sail on, to, to have new adventure, yes. to discover and take more ground for the kingdom. We look forward to Sunday, and I just pray, I know we just pray as a church, Blessing after blessing on Eddie and Diana as they go. It's no easy trip. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Brian. Amen. Well, guys, I've thoroughly enjoyed our time together today, and I really appreciate your time, each of you. And... um, Looking forward to uh, the podcast ahead of us. Uh, we're going to have um, a chance to continue to to do this very thing, um, and uh, I'm sure that every once in a while Eddie will pop in. <laughs> oh, I said, yeah, I'm like a bad dream. You can't get rid of me. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I apologize for tearing up during that prayer. A marching band went by my house at the very time I was praying. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad you did, and yeah. I, I believe it's been a a good reminder <laughs> of us today, reminder for us today, yeah. um, that, uh, boy, our hearts are one, uh, and mm-hmm. one in Christ, and one for the, the one that he uh, pulls and draws us to him 
myself and um, so glad to to call you brothers and uh, so be so glad to be able to be a part of the big family of God but also yeah. so Amen. so glad to be a part of crossroads so glad yeah yeah well without uh, continuing on here right now I without further ado want to say goodbye and thank you for your time with us yep. folks as you've listened and uh, and Eddie whether you're back next week and to kind of have to wrap up although you'll be retired so I'll have to check your schedule and uh, <laughs> and check with Diane yeah. but um, don't don't call 4730 okay all right <laughs> definitely will not do that <laughs> definitely won't do that. But uh, I'll just put it this way. If you'd like to have a little coffee and a chat, I understand. maybe you'd be willing to come on in and, uh, and, and tell us uh, kind of on the backside of sure. this coming Sunday. Yeah, and I, I can harass uh, the face of Ohio Valley Gas one more time. Uh, ah, But I'm concerned about him, so we yes. pray for Rich. Okay, well, all right then. Well, uh, guys, do we have anything else you'd like to share? Brian, you have anything else on your heart? No, that's it. Okay, Eddie? Me neither. Okay. Well, be praying for this Sunday, folks, and uh, help us as we gather together uh, as one body and uh, continuing in. We will have two services, both 9 and then that 1030, and, um, but your prayers are, are uh, coveted. I'd like to see you, too. And so. we'd love to see you. So uh, why don't you go ahead and invite some of those that maybe you haven't seen in a while. And they come to mind, the Holy Spirit's nudging you. Why don't you invite them? Bring them to either, either one of those services. That'd be great. Well, until then, we'll say goodbye for now. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you.